So welcome to this 15 minute of experience and today I'm with Linda Acker from Brooklyn, New York. Welcome Linda. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, it's really a pleasure for me to have you here, especially for uh, your art is so amazing, so particular, so uh, personal and uh, it's not easy to have uh, people like you, uh, especially today in this century uh and in these last years uh, that's so really particular and uh, as a perspective uh, uh, i mean so silently in the way so colorful and poetic but thank you very uh, much to go really deep inside of your picture your photography and today we talk a bit about experience uh, uh, of uh, in the human way and the photography way just uh, if you can introduce us a bit about yourself the people they don't know you that they can okay sure more about you great thanks um yeah so i live in brooklyn new york i've been um getting increasingly serious about photography for about the last 10 years um i started out doing well i didn't even know it was called street photography but fairly pure street photography traditional street photography but gradually came to abstract the photos more and more. I found that I really wanted to have ambiguity and mystery in my photos. And I started using shooting through things or reflections, shadows, um, silhouettes to try to add the mystery and ambiguity. Because I, I really see the world as a very complex place with a lot of um, different interpretations, you know, a lot of gray, shades of gray, not black and white. And so I want to do that in my photos as well. I, I want to show the way I see the world. And the, yeah, so I, I see the world, the world also in a way really complex, uh, <laughs> full of uh, different shades uh, and different time. And uh, just to go a bit more deep in, in your photography, because it's, uh, in a way they are really abstract, but in another way they are so not abstract and uh, they, they can catch this simple way to communicate. And I like mm -hmm. a lot that because they have these two opposite. They are so simple and so complex. Mm, and we can, we can say, are you a person simple and complex? Yeah, I guess that's probably true. <laughs> probably more so, on the complex side, I like to think, but uh, maybe parts of both. Um, I, I do see certain, some things fairly simply. It seems like, seems like you know, the, when I watch your picture that I don't see picture, but I see, I want to say paint, but it's not really the right word paint. Uh, it's like kind of, um, you know, uh, years ago when uh, there was the first uh, Photoshop, or there was this filter and uh, you called, uh, uh, click on the filter and this effect mm. um, uh, kind of um, <clears throat> paint uh, vector. And uh, it's a mix in a way. And uh, I like a lot that because is I don't think is that, and I think is uh, is more about uh, the um, the time passing and the elaboration of the of the layers of uh, of the um, frame captured uh, in your picture, 
but I'm really curious to know how did you get to this point? I really just kept shooting. I mean, they say, you know, they tell you to find your voice in photography. You should just take a lot of pictures. And that's what worked for me. I just went out and took a lot, a lot of pictures and just gradually, you know, I just took what I was attracted to and gradually it moved to this way of seeing things. Um, and I, and I think part of it is, um, I don't really want to impose my vision of the world on people. I, I kind of want to invite the viewer into the frame. And so by leaving enough open, um, I think it lets the viewer put their own interpretation on what they're seeing, um, which kind of matches how I like to be in the world. I like to try to control people. I like to let everyone figure things out for themselves. So we can say the photography take uh, much of the space uh, from your life. Yeah, I think everyone in a way shoots themselves, you know, even if you don't realize it, that you're really searching for yourself and learning about yourself and putting it into your photography. I I'm totally agree with you. I mean, uh, the photography is a, is a tool to research outside, uh, probably something we don't see inside. Exactly. And, and it's the, always there. We cannot... Uh, <clears throat> we can't avoid. find it. <laughs> yeah, we cannot escape from that. Uh, we are yeah. just keeping uh, what uh, is us. Exactly. Even, even if we want, uh, I was talking in the podcast before this um, about these things that uh, you can run away, you can try every technique possible, you can try every style, uh, you can uh, try to create the images you have in your mind, but these images you have in your mind are probably images from someone else and uh, keep to someone else. Let's do it your picture. <laughs> no, exactly. If you, if you go out with a preconceived idea, that's probably because you saw that photo already and you're trying to, you may not even realize it, but you're trying to reproduce it. I like to go out and just see what I see and react to it. And I, I really think like, that gives a much purer photo. I really like the, the collection you have uh, wall to wall. It's really full, particular, really particular. I like a lot. And, oh, thank you very much. And it's kind of, I don't know, uh, I'm transponded to my years when I was doing more graffiti than photography. And uh, yeah, the, the different kind of shapes of the brush and uh, different uh, tones, uh, bright, uh, it's amazing. I really like, there's one in blue, it's so, so, um, I don't know. It's, it's special. I think it's special. <laughs> I, I don't find Thank the you. right word. <laughs> let's uh, let's go a bit more in uh, your life as a, as a person, more as photographer, and uh, in which position the photography um, came to be the tool uh, to express yourself. Uh, and uh, if you uh, add sometimes you couldn't express yourself with the photography, so then. Uh, what happened in your life then? I'm sorry, when I started to do photography, what happened? So I, would, no, no, I didn't no, understand. Just, just, uh, sorry, yeah, because I, I mixed it up. Um, <laughs> uh, I was asking uh, if uh, photography uh, as a tool uh, or, uh, in your life, in your personal life, uh, helped you to realize some stuff uh, and the, what was this stuff? This, this Help me realize stuff about myself or? Um, uh, yeah, about yourself, yeah. human, yeah. Yeah, I think... Um, I think one thing it came to realize, I think one thing my photos really show is that I'm kind of torn between wanting to be fully seen as a person and wanting to remain in the shadows. You know, I'm, I'm an introvert and I like to just be an observer. But on the other hand, I want to be seen for who I really am. And I think that's kind of 
the mix in my photos, this, this mix between seen and not seen. Uh, and that's kind of one thing I've come to realize about myself as I looked at my photos. So uh, you usually go out alone to taking picture or you're yeah. sharing with someone these moments? Yeah, normally I go out by myself. Sometimes I go out and shoot with someone, but even then we kind of break apart and come back together. But normally I just go out. I mean, especially the last, you know, 18 months with the pandemic, I just, it's been a, just go out with my camera and see what I see. Although there aren't many people out there, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure there are many people. And and it's uh, the the part interesting. I think in your pictures, that's what we don't see. I mean, what I see is clearly and uh, uh, not clearly in other way. <laughs> but uh, but what I don't see, and uh, this is what makes me curious. Uh, what what um, other human make which part they make in your photography what do you think if the human are part of the your photography or not yeah well when i do abstract i was i have what i call abstract street where i follow the rules of street photography meaning i don't i don't clone you know everything's candid i don't clone things in or out i just go out in the street and look and those generally do have people in them but um in the last 18 months i've also gone more fully abstract and then i've done i've started using multiple exposure and intentional camera movement um taking pictures of the brooklyn Bridge, you know a lot of different things and those don't those tend to be more about my environment and they generally don't have people in them so i'm still learning and experimenting um the pandemic gave me access to a lot of workshops that aren't normally available you know a lot of people that were giving in-person workshops put them online So I was really lucky to be able to study with Susan Bernstein. I don't know if you're familiar with her work. She's a really excellent photographer out in LA and um, Doug Chinnery and Valda Bailey, who are in England, who I, I just normally wouldn't be able to study with, but I was able to. And um, and that's helped inform uh, my photography as I move forward. So can I say, can I say in a way that uh, probably the most uh beautiful moment for you are moment where uh, you can find a lot of mirror and a lot of rain probably <laughs> that's that's a good rain snow i love snow it doesn't snow often enough here in new york anymore but <laughs> i love rain and snow you are right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, reflections I mean, because i i really like to also make picture uh, through window of uh, glasses uh, mirror uh, every kind of reflection everything uh, i can see through and uh but when I, it's raining i love i mean people when uh, it's raining in berlin start to say oh no it's raining it's depression you know and uh when it's raining for me it's like wow amazing i can go out taking i gotta go out yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah there are a lot of reflection of the light uh, so it's really particular and i think um in a way when it's raining um you can see the real city the real uh, intention of the city Uh, mm. uh because most people they just try to be inside and don't get wet and then there are the people are enjoying the the, <laughs> the rain and uh yeah That's now I, i'm i'm just moving my my mind to a moment i was some months ago in the not some probably well, last month uh in the hospital um for an operation then i went out to smoke a cigarette and uh, there was a uh, a girl on the wheelchair and it was raining really strong and she was dancing with the wheelchair oh how cool under the rain and was so amazing and, uh, <laughs> 
And this is what I feel in a, in, in a way that watching your picture is like a dance uh, in the throw uh, the vision of something. So more going um, with emotion than to see uh, straight uh, what you want to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like watching uh, in a way the shades of uh, um, of the your visual part i mean in general there are most of the picture you have uh, that they follow this style this technique this uh, experimentation and there are some others yeah they go straight to the point and uh, uh, what is the difference between them what i see um is sometimes uh, uh, just um, the the power of the character uh, and uh, i'm curious to understand if uh, this uh, define you in a way as a as a human and photographer uh, if there are some really some character uh, they are really powerful strong in a way for you and that you have to capture them as they are and some others are just second character that's to take control yeah i think for the most part people in my photographs are kind of secondary or, or they're not a particular person. They're a person, but you wouldn't know them on the street. You know, you don't see them well enough in the photo that you could recognize them later. So there's, they're a person, but not a particular person. Sometimes in New York, the people are just so special, (laughs) you know, that they really stand out in a photo. And um, sometimes the colors of what they're wearing really tie in with everything or their hairstyle is so incredible. You really want to highlight them. But for the most part, I, I, I keep my figures mysterious, I think. So you usually stay in distance from uh, from the stories of other people. So you catch just them uh, from with a certain distance or um, <clears throat> happen sometimes that you connect with these people. Right. Mostly often they're reflected or they're, you know, so that they're um, blurred out in some way through a reflection. I I like to find things. I don't generally take reflections in pure glass. I try to take reflections on something that abstracts it in some way. So sometimes marble or my favorite thing to take reflections in are the are UPS trucks, these delivery trucks in the United States. They're brown with textured surface and they're everywhere because they're making deliveries all the time. So whenever I see when I go to see what's reflected in it, because they make some really interesting reflections. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really nice. The yellow of the UPS, uh, it's uh, it's really reflecting <laughs> everything. I've seen uh, recently here out of my house, uh, there was a camion of uh, UPS, uh, really big, uh, and uh, was reflecting the yellow on the the ground of the. Mm. Was so cool, really, really cool, and. Uh, um, just to, to know a bit more uh, about you, uh, what is uh, your impression? What How do you read your picture? If how do I read my pictures? Uh, if you can do it that, I mean. I'm not sure what you mean. I mean, um, if you have to translate your picture in words, how well do you translate that? Well, uh, um, as I, th- I think I'm trying to show the mysteries and ambiguities of the world and it's many different parts and complexities. I mean, that's kind of a broad, you know, different pictures are vary, but as a broad description, that's, that's what I would say. The beauty of the world. I, I, I find it very beautiful, even if 
challenging sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a challenge in a way. It's a, it's a challenge. Also, also to get uh, uh, some words uh, from your inside is a bit difficult. I have to find the right words. I think. Yeah, uh, it's hard. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think uh, we can get it uh, in a way. We can get it. <laughs> so I will love uh, to. If I could explain it in words, I wouldn't need the photos, but it's hard to explain in words. But. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think you're right in that, but I think also today it's really important to, to also know what uh, we are showing. Yes, so, no, for because sure. I think is, uh, yeah, uh, if I want to say something with the picture, yeah, I say something with the picture. And uh, the real question is, uh, I'm really sure to say what I want to say with the picture. Mm -hmm. This is the, the question I have always uh, for everyone, also for myself always. If I'm really sure that uh, this message is the right message I want Method to Method to what you're trying to say, yeah. A lot of, for me, a lot of times though, I'm, I go out and I'm really drawn to something and I photograph it and then I go back and try to figure out why why I want to photograph it. It's it's more I, I'm first attracted to it and then I try to understand it rather than going out and with an idea and trying to find it. So what do you usually do? I mean, how is composed your life in general? Not as a photographer, so as a, as Linda. As Linda, well, I'm retired now, so um, I have a fair amount of freedom to go out and photograph. Um, I'm also paint <laughs> so I'm, I'm very lucky that i now get to spend a lot of time doing art either painting or photography i'm trying to learn to combine the two as well painting and photography but that's <laughs> still coming um so i um i spend a lot of time doing that um I, I live near the brooklyn bridge so i love to go photograph it or walk across it or walk into this manhattan and um, i just like to wander the city that's a lot of fun for me and you was originally from Brooklyn? Uh, I lived here 25 years. I've lived around the country for work and things, but um, I came here 25 years ago. I worked for the city for quite a while. And now I'm retired. And where, where, you, where you was born? I was born in upstate New York, okay. near Utica. Okay. So 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 we can say it's, it's your uh, habitat, uh, Brooklyn now. Yeah, quite, this is quite, definitely quite long, and uh, I think you traveled also a bit now in your life. Uh, and there was some places uh, uh, got your attention more than others, uh, and which places? Yeah, well, there's neighborhoods around here. There's a neighborhood called Dumbo um, down under the Manhattan Bridge, is what it stands for, and it's uh, kind of an old industrial area. And, and I find that I love that to wander around there and under things and look through things and find things there it's a great neighborhood i like to photograph in uh, downtown manhattan i used to work in downtown manhattan the financial district so i'm familiar with that I, um it's got a lot of reflections and uh, a lot of things to look into so that's another favorite area to photograph yeah cool really interesting and last question then i will leave you uh, free to continue to to create and <laughs> Uh, if you have to, to dream for an experience, uh, you didn't do it until now, what, what kind of experience you would love to do? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, uh, I think I would like to travel to more places. I, I maybe I'm especially longing for that now because, you know, we haven't been able to travel for so long, but, um, you know, I spent some time in Europe, but I would love to travel much more to Europe and much more to Asia japan and china and just see many more cultures and people 
Yeah, I, I would love to to Asia for sure. Uh, more than people, yeah. I would love to eat. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's my topic, eating. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. yeah, absolutely more travel. Also, if I, if I think in a way, it's really difficult for me. And I can imagine also for you to travel because we are in a way always traveling inside the, of our creativities. And then this take a lot of time. Take a, yeah. you know, like, uh, I don't know, I feel like... Uh, yeah, I would love to travel, but it's really stressful in a way. <laughs> It is stressful, that's true. And well, and of course now it's not really possible. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, now, now, yeah. <laughs> the, the period is what it is. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to pass, I think, uh, probably in the last, the next year, probably will go away. Eventually. But, Boy, uh, I thought it'd be over by now. <laughs> but I don't think it's, uh, I mean, it was not a limit for me this. I mean, I traveled uh, also during the COVID <laughs> and uh, it's uh, not this really the, the point, but uh, uh, it's more about what uh, we do. Uh, it's um, what I struggled with. Because if I have to imagine to travel, then I don't have the time to doing, uh, for example, the podcast or. Yeah, yeah, do. no, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of time. You have to plan it. You gotta get all ready. Yeah. You go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, this is always a, a point for me to reflection uh, and say, okay, if I have to travel, but I have to stay three, four months there, you know. <laughs> so it's it's like that. And yeah. Anyway, thank you a lot for your. Uh, thank show you so much. For and uh, it was nice to see you and uh, to get in touch with you. And uh, she was Linda Acker, and you will find the description, uh, the link uh, to her website and uh, Instagram. And uh, thank you a lot. Thanks for listening to our podcast learn more about our project at allmylinks.com slash berlinexplorer or visit our Instagram and follow Berlin Explorer project.